Starting anything is a combination of exciting and terrifying. It's part of the reason I called this, titled it Up Starting. Well, for one, it is the very first episode of my podcast. So I am starting something and I'm starting something new. Um, and the upstart is not just an upstart as in, or a start up, uh, you know, you can use it interchangeably in a lot of ways, not just that in regards to how other people are going to view it, but more about a challenge to yourself because it's always a challenge. No matter what, there's absolutely no formula for getting something to work when you're doing something, when you're building a company, when you're starting a podcast or doing whatever you're thinking about doing. Good example is my first company. I fumbled my way through that. I literally did not know what I was doing, got a crew of people together, cobbled together a product and managed to have a wonderful exit. It was incredible. It was an incredible experience and, and even more surreal to the fact that I had no idea what I was doing. And in my mind at the time, after I had sold that company, I perceived that I had done a lot of things wrong. And so I thought, okay, well in my next company, I'm going to take all those things that I did wrong and do them right. I'm going to get all the right law firms. I'm going to hire people more, more specifically, you know, for the purposes that, that I need them for. And I had all these ideas about where I could have optimized what I did the first time, even though that first one sold and I had a wonderful windfall from it. I thought that I could do it better. And I thought this next one would be even more spectacular. And guess what? That second company failed and it failed for a lot of reasons. It's probably not because I did the wrong things as far as what I thought. It's just that there are so many variables that go into something being successful. I could never have guessed. And my efforts to try to perfect something didn't, didn't really matter because it wasn't meant to work. So there's a lot of things that went into, into that, but no matter what, what it taught me was that there's really just no formula to kind of overcome. There's no de-risking some of these things. You can do things methodically and, you know, thoughtfully, but there's no de-risking the process of starting something. It's always going to be terrifying. There's always going to be a certain amount of luck involved in it. There's timing issues and everything else. So you're always taking a leap of faith when you start something, you really don't know what's going to happen between what people are going to, how they're going to respond to it. And that directly has implication on what you deem to be successful. Because if you're focused on a very specific thing to be your barometer for success and it doesn't happen, then you're, you know, you lose your, your motivation, you get demoralized, you stop doing what you think you're going to be doing. And that's, that's where probably 99% of companies ultimately fail or any kind of endeavor, be it a company or some other thing, even relationships for that matter. So I think defining what you deem to be success is critical. And I can tell you that's going to evolve too. what you start with in one particular way or at one point in your life from, from when you're younger to where you are, when you're older changes tremendously. So does everyone remember that movie Indiana Jones in the very beginning when he talks about why I think it was not the first one, actually, I think it was uh, it was temple of doom with short round and their, their tagline was fortune and glory kid. Fortune and glory is classic, right? wealth and fame and, you know, absolutely admirable reasons for why you should be pursuing something. No question. Um, others go for the attention, um, in the attention economy that we're in today, 
no surprise there. I think everyone's looking for that in, in some capacity or another. It directly has implication on your fortune and glory. Personal growth is another one. I think that's a very admirable um, endeavor. If you're looking to expand your horizons, become a more well-rounded individual, learn more, wonderful. Um, some folks are purely interested in disruption, creating something that just changes the status quo, that goes against the grain. Wonderful, hard, not without its challenges, but something absolutely interesting. And then there's validation. Validation to prove that you could do something that others probably thought you were not able to do. Parents, siblings, mentors, friends, people that sort of looked at you and said, yeah, well, you know, I think you probably ought to stay in the safe zone and don't don't upset the apple cart. You've got a great job. You're doing this. You're doing that. You you know, why, why change? Why pursue something that has a, a slimmer chance of, of succeeding than what you're doing now? Very concerning scenario there. And all of those barometers of what you consider success all stem from something very key in the beginning, which is seeking discomfort, taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Anytime you remain in a comfort zone, you're doing exactly that. You're remaining somewhere. You're staying in a place that doesn't actually challenge anything or create any kind of connective tissues or toughened tissue for you to be able to be more equipped as you go forward. And, you know, think of it biologically like a callus, you know, not necessarily that that's not a very positive connotation, but it is a critical thing. It protects you from the harshness of other things and it helps you adapt and, and maneuver and seeking that kind of challenge, similar to what you do in a workout, a physical workout, where if you don't ever push yourself, you don't ever keep pushing the limits of yourself. You never really see the results. Thousands of my friends that go to the gym, that don't actually push themselves <laughs> wondering why they can't see the result. Same situation with any kind of endeavor you're going after. And per, per the, the title of this, this podcast, the introverted iconoclast, I totally understand the reticence or reluctance to push forward and do something that's out of your comfort zone. It's exactly why I named it the way I did seeking that change, looking to make those changes, but reluctant to do so for a variety of reasons. Don't want to upset someone. Not exactly sure what will transpire, worry, fear, much of it that as I've gotten older realize is actually absolutely warrantless. There's no actual fear to be had there. It's all in your head. Um, but you know, it's still there and ignoring it's a, a tough thing to do. And I think that the other thing about this, as it relates to what I'm doing with this is that it's an ephemeral and evolving situation. This podcast is something that I had to jump in and learn. I didn't know how to do this. I'm still learning how to do this. I literally grabbed all the equipment, read a bunch of stuff, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, listened to a bunch of podcasts and said, okay, I'm going to equip myself as much as I possibly can. And now I've just got to jump in and learn and learning by doing. And what's really fascinating is that I'm getting better and better at it. Each time I do something like this, every time I say, I'm going to pursue something that I've never done before and just jump in head first, I get more and more comfortable with that discomfort. And it's a critical thing because it's just like a callus. It's just like anything else. And you build up enough times doing it, you start getting better and better at it. And a huge foundational aspect to this podcast is going to be talking about how the evolution of something that seemed extremely uncomfortable un, just not where, where you want to be to where it's like, okay, fair enough. The water's cold. 
But once you're in the pool long enough, it warms up and you're actually having fun. You're, you're not, you're not cold anymore. And it's a very similar situation, but you got to jump in going in a little bit of time or getting, getting one leg in and going, no, 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 it's too cold. And you get out, you're even colder than you were before you got in. So there's that sort of take that leap, take that plunge, pursue it. It's worth it. And back to the concept of, of success and evolution of success. Success for me 10 years ago was a very different thing than what I consider success today. And it will be again, very different in another 10 years from now. Then when I sold my company, I did the classic thing that everyone does. They get the toys, they, they get property, they travel, they enjoy themselves. No regrets. I think that was a fantastic experience. I will say, and this is something I'll say in it for, say for another podcast, which is that it did not make my life better. I would tell you, I would say safely that within a matter of days after the experience of exiting, which was absolutely surreal without question, seeing that number of zeros in your bank account is an amazing experience. The problem is that you are ultimately in a place where things constantly are uh, changing and you realize you're burdened with things that you never thought you'd be burdened by and you're stressing about things that you never thought you'd stress about. And the innocence and the clean ambition towards something is gone. And it's a sad empty emptiness. And, and no one ever talks about that side of success. And it's very interesting. You hear about it with celebrities, but business owners that have anonymous wealth for the most part, someone like myself that did really well, that didn't have the notoriety that came along with it, which was something that I didn't want because I just wanted to enjoy myself without the burden of everyone knowing that I had things. That's a big deal. And even then, even without people kind of reminding me that I had had won, so to speak, it was a very vacant time. And uh, that has led to what I consider success to be a very different thing now. And it's experiential, it's contentment. It's not just simply happiness, it's contentment, satisfaction, it's things that really have a deeper sense of um, value to me. It's not gonna be the proverbial toys anymore. And I think that's in a really interesting evolution. And I wonder what it'll be like the third time around. In fact, I wonder how this will evolve into a gratifying experience and something that I will use as a means for catharsis for myself and for people that are listening to this. Because as I evolve and as I learn, those are the experiences that you can take with you and apply, or at least look at it from an anecdotal standpoint and, and reference it yourself. It's gonna be an interesting ride. I'm glad you're here with me on it. And um, as always, let me know if there's anything you wanna talk about. Have a wonderful day.